it's gonna kick it off let's get going it's that time hey welcome in everybody who is here listening watching whatever the hell you're doing we are the guys in room 619 this is the leftovers fantasy show podcast whatever you want to call it i'm zach dennis over there dennis we are uh, long-time best friends, past college roommates in room 619. And we're here to talk about fantasy and whatever the heck else comes out of our mouth holes. So with that, let's do some mouth hole stuff, man. How has it been? Nice throw. Not, definitely not, <laughs> not, not going to lose uh, any composure there. Uh, it's been good, man. Um, we'll get to this later, but it's a good time of the year for me. And we got sports back finally. You know, I've been trying to bet baseball. It's not, it's not going very well. I'm very hot and cold there. <laughs> um, so I'm happy to have the NBA back because that's been more fun to bet. I agree. It's more it's more fun um, to bet. Quicker action. You know, it's way better. Um, you know, I'm I got home from work early and I'm having an after work bever- beverage. And uh, we're doing our little show. It's good, good times, man. Let's kick it off so with some NBA Finals talk. Now we're we're a football show mainly, but there ain't no football being played. So we're gonna talk about some basketball. Yep. We got just trying to fill the void. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Dennis? All right. Um. Oh, side note: we are under a hundred days until football, so that's exciting. Oh snap! Yeah. Um. So if you don't know, the Warriors are playing the Celtics. Um, In case you weren't aware. Right. Uh, Warriors, a lot of rest. We're, I mean, Celtics on back-to-back seven-game series. So um, I, I, they're they're breaking down health-wise. I like the Warriors in six. Um, I just feel like most of the games will be kind of, based on how the playoffs have been, have been blowouts. So I don't think that it's going to be like a sweep. Um, but I do think that. Uh, Warriors handle it pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm with you, and I do think Warriors six, maybe seven. I think it's going to be a good series. I think we are going to get a lot of close games. Um, You think it will be close? I think we're going to get a couple blowouts, but I think the rest of them will be will be good. Um, and the reason I think that is because if you if you were to look at the league and be like, who are the two most complete teams? We've, we're looking at them right now. And the Warriors have never ran into that. They've always run into teams where they could try and stop just a few guys um, and just use their depth and their team skills and their their passing and their you know great coaching to their advantage and all that. So I'm very intrigued to see how, how they stack up seven games with another just good team yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting for sure um i do if robert williams was like 100 percent, i think i would be a little bit more nervous but i don't think he is and i just think the overall health of the warriors is superior and right and with what they went through this year they're they're healthy at the right time obviously and they're like motivated too like they've been angry that like they're like we wasted two years because of health. Like we're ready to go. And right. So- and so I do think they pull it out, but I think, I think we're going to have a fun series. Oh, so um, that's 
I like staff for MVP. Uh, it's only minus 115. He's never won it. Just seems like perfect time for him to win it. Um, and kind of shut up a lot of people that want to bring it up that, oh, how come he's never won finals MVP? It's like, right. It's a small sample. He's clearly amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if you think the Warriors are going to win, Steph finals MVP is a great way to hit, like, to not, I guess, not hedge, but like to just give yourself better odds. Because if you think they're going to win, it's going to be him. Like, let's be real. Unless Clay just goes absolute ham, which is, which isn't like unlikely, but like, if you think the Warriors are going to take the series, it's going to be Steph. So yeah. if you can take Steph MVP at minus 115, I I would, yeah, I, I probably will slap one on that. Yeah. Um, the other one I really like, uh, it's for tonight for game one, courtesy of Kyle Sapi, who if you're a um, fantasy focus guy, you know, he's in the background. He's like a st- big stats dude, really good info. He said um, Steph's played 38 minutes in game one 10 times. He averages 30 points, 5.3 rebounds, 6.9 assists. 2.2 steals, and he's coming off a lot of rest. He's probably going to play that amount of time. If you put all those into a uh, same-game parlay, Curry over 30 points, over 4.5 rebounds, over 5.5 assists, and then over two steals. Because that's the that's the one where you're getting really good plus odds. It's yeah. plus 1,600. I got it down to like 1,545 or something. I got a little less, mm-hmm. but I still did it. Right. I mean, it's totally reasonable. Like, if you look at, he averages, I think, 26, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals. That's just his average. I mean, so, I mean, he just needs a couple steals. And it's in Golden and, State, right? And, yeah. I Like, really, like, you, you're getting plus 1,500 odds on a stat line that is not ridiculous at all. Like, no. if you say, hey, Steph went 33, 6, and 8, with three steals last night, I would have been like, oh, okay. Right. So he's a, <laughs> he's a multiple-time MVP. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, I just hope – I hope you're right. I hope it's good games because a lot of the NBA games, they've been, like, fun to watch, but they're not good games. Right. So a fun competitive series. Especially in the finals. Like, give me give me a battle. I mean, they're spread out enough. We're going to be playing until almost July. It's ridiculous. Uh, so stupid. I hate how spread out he gets. Yeah. You know, when there's not even a travel day, like they're staying in the same place back to back. Like, why is that? Yeah. Really ridiculous. Off. All right. Ready to move on? Yeah. So we have our other uh, Dynasty Leagues draft that we wanted to talk about. This one's a one QB league, but still 12 teams, um, two wide receiver, three flex. And like I said, just a one QB league. So definitely no Kenny Pickett in the first round for this one. Um, and so I just want to talk through the first six picks, back six picks. It's just kind of like what we're thinking, kind of what the vibes were, and then um, kind of move on. So um, at the top, it started the same as our other one. just in a different No, it order. did not, motherfucker. In a different order. Uh, <laughs> somebody on this podcast picked Walker at number one. Someone on this podcast picked Brees Hall at number two. Uh, and then Garrett Wilson went three, Burks four, which I think was a surprise. Then London five, and then the biggest surprise to this point in the draft, uh, James Cook. At one yeah, 
insane. That was a spicy. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend the time on Sir Kenneth Walker because I wrote an article and it oh. was published on the internet. Wow, you should check I, it out. Yeah, wow, I actually did it, dude. It's pretty cool. I'm proud of myself. But anyways, Kenny, I love lamp. <laughs> um. Now, yeah, so you're right. James Cook hitting 106, and Especially that's it was where just it gets... weird. The guy you had him had 105 and 106. I thought 100. He's he's weak at wide receiver. I thought it was right. definitely wide receiver. Wide receiver made perfect sense of the world. But I mean, we'll see. Definitely leans running it, back a little bit heavy. It is kind of funny. I'll get back to this after we in a second. Go ahead. All right. For the back six? Mm-hmm. All right. So the next and 107 was Jamison Williams, then Sky Moore, and then Chris Olave, George Pickens, 110. And then it got a little spicy. Rashad White, 111. Isaiah Spiller, 112. Which if you had told me before the NFL draft you got those two running backs at that spot, I'd be like, that makes sense. Right. So based on the landing spots, I was – a little aggressive, in my opinion. I think there's better players on the board. Yeah. Um, people need to stop drafting running backs based on landing spot in the first round. Yeah, I agree. Was people weren't didn't Keyshawn Vaughn slipping in the first round a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, you know what I mean? If if someone's not if you if you spend all college season watching football and then spend the off season watching tape and evaluating and someone shoots up your board just because the bills drafted him, you, I'm sorry, but you should probably reevaluate your whole process. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're talking early, mid early first, I agree. I think end of the first, if you want to start sniping some landing spots, I think that's fine. The, judging on your window. You know, if you're totally that, I will give you as well. And this is how one thing I I, I've know I've told you is like people talking on Twitter about dynasty trades to me is a little pointless because you can't you literally cannot evaluate a single dynasty trade in a vacuum. Because depending on where your team's at, what your roster looks like, these are all factors into a trade. So like you can't Mm -hmm. just be like. Traded blank and blank for blank and blank. Who wins? Speaking of Anyways, trades. go on. Speaking, Speaking of trades. trades was, uh, that was good. Block, a blockbuster. Uh, uh, what, what am I trying to – completed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Offered. Uh, why don't you read the details? But it was two uh, J- for Jameson Williams at 107. All right. Yeah. I – Oh, you didn't even write it down. I it was. Uh, I thought you. I didn't. Yeah, my bad. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter. I've got the gist of it. I <laughs> traded for one hundred and seven. My first round pick next year. Mm-hmm. I have three of them currently, and I also traded a second, and I think two thirds. Yeah, it was a lot of picks. It doesn't matter. I paid a lot, and I don't care that it. It's what I do. You love Jameson. I do. And my entire dynasty strategy in this league is fuck it. I am identifying dudes who I'm like, that's my guy and I'm getting them. And yeah. so far that has yielded me CD lamb, Jalen Waddle, 
and Jameson Williams. And I'm pretty happy about it. So, 100%. I mean, we're both go get your guys. Like, it, it, it's your team, man. Like, you could take someone else's advice, and that's cool. I definitely read a lot of people's advice, and especially when they disagree with me, because that's how you like learn and grow. Right. Um, I was just surprised because you had the three for 23 first. You're coming off the 101 season, and one of those guys was a playoff team, and the other one was the middle of the pack team. I think the, their picks they see were 106 and then like 109 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't believe you used yours first, not either of the other two. Um, the reason I did was because I believe that those two teams are not playoff teams next year. And the, the other one was the guy who was on the clock had been like, obviously not noticing my offers and talking live zoom with other people to get me to bump my offers up. It was very obvious he was doing it. And so I just said, fuck it. And I threw an offer he couldn't refuse. And on the zoom, he, he was like, Oh, well, you know, I think I'm just going to hold. Oh, never mind. I'm going to make a trade. (laughs) (laughs) And so I took the matter into my own hands and I upped it up to where he couldn't say no and got Jameson. And he said that was who he was going to take. So, and I think there was other people trying to get that pick too. I think 100% was. was. Right. And so So it's not always just making a deal. You have to beat other people and you, you like, you know, it's constantly like the NFL trade-up when people are like, how are you giving so much trade-ups? Like, well, because other people are trying to get that pick too. Right. And this <laughs> draft happened live on Zoom in real time. Like, Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it was a slow draft where we had 24 hours to for everyone to negotiate. I was just not playing that game. I, I said, fuck, I want Jameson and I'm done playing his stupid game of trying to get people to keep bidding for him because it was so like to me, it was 100 percent obvious what was happening. And so it I made just total sense for the guy who had that pick to take him because he's rebuilding. And so missing a half a year of Jameson isn't a huge deal because he's going for the right. one. So with all that said, I just I wanted him and I I just wasn't playing the bidding game. And I just said, fuck, here you go. And he did it. Well, we'll see. That will be. Amon Ron, Ron, Amon Ron St. Brown versus uh, Jameson going go. towards end this year. That'll be fun for this podcast. I'm sure there won't be any shit talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the rest of it was kind of um, some explanatory. Um, shout out one of our guys. Uh, he had like 10 or 12 picks, and he took Burks and then just running back. I mean, I think he drafted eight or nine running backs. Right. It's, and it's all about numbers. And right, so the other reasoning. Eventually that's going to hit, right? So I just, I love that draft. Right. Uh, we got it done in like three hours all on Zoom. That was really cool. It was a fun, it was our home league. So, I mean, that makes it a lot easier. So my other defense of the trade I made is when you look at the trade right now, people look at what I gave up and they're like, oh my God, it's so much. But like when you look at the hit rates of these picks, it's like I traded my next year's first plus JJR Sega Whiteside and Keyshawn Vaughn plus Brian Edwards. You know what I mean? Like um who is let's that? see what those let's see what those picks amount to first before we before we start saying it's stupid. True. God who's who's the running back for Baltimore? I loved him. Uh he wasn't any good. Justice Hill. 
Oh, yeah, yep, you, yeah. I love, I love, yeah, yep, I took him early second round. Like, you never know, man. Right, so I'm saying, <laughs> so like. If and it was I'm, such a teardrop from Jamison Williams to everybody else that was in this draft still. Right. So I was like, fuck it. And I am just like that confident in his ability to just be a complete elite game wrecking receiver. So I did it. Moving on. All right. Twitter talk. You got some Twitter names. talk. This is like, you know, it's been grinding my gears. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we uh, have been talking and like a lot of our best commentary and content comes from us just reacting to, to things and just us talking to each other. So we thought we'd, you know, kind of talk about what people are talking about. And I've got two guys that I have seen a lot, a lot, a lot of Twitter talk about, and the hype is strong. So I'm going to hit you with the first one. And it's still Gabriel Davis. (laughs) (laughs) People are still hyping the shit out of this guy. Dude, they love him, man. I mean, I get it. There is legitimate upside, but... I mean, they have been... I think he's like top 25 in startups and stuff like that. I know, it's insane. So, like... You've got a guy, well, first of all, he was obviously the darling going into last year. Everybody loved him. And then he didn't really do much, but then he had that couple of games late in, you know, the one playoff game. I think one was in the regular season. They kind of blew up. I don't know. Regardless, he made one receiver fall in the playoffs. And now all of a sudden he's Randy Moss. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a dope route, though. Oh, it totally was. <laughs> But it was like and, just that like Twitter clip that goes viral and now all of a sudden that's who he is. Like Jadavia County. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um no, no, I think that's fair. I think I think he is like if if you're doing the classic like buy, sell, hold, I think he's a e- easy sell for me. Oh, easy, yeah. Maybe not at this point in the year. Because no, you I gotta wait. Tra- you wait till one either camp. And then there's probably some camp hype, or you wait a few weeks till he, you know, maybe catches a few touchdowns or something. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you sell him, I'm guessing you're going to get, well, I guess you could sell him for a veteran. I could see that. And someone wants, like, a younger person to get younger at the position or whatever. I could see a trade like that. But um, I would sell 100%. I'm not, I've never been a big Davis guy, so I wouldn't sell. Yeah, him. I'm, I'm a big sell too. Um, I don't understand one thing nobody talks about is he couldn't beat out like 35 year old Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. and I mean, yeah, this is still there. Right. And then they drafted uh, Shakir in that offense likes slot receivers. They got Dawson Knox. There's a lot of mouths to feed James cook in the passing offense. Now, like, there's a lot of mouths to feed, and he and Gabriel Davis is not a premier name on that list. No, and I don't think his game would be a consistent. I think it'd be kind of boom bust. Would it would make it hard to know when to play him, when not to. Right. So, all right. Second one. Another. I've I've seen a lot of lot of hype about this guy lately coming into the year. DeAndre Swift. Oh, that's a good one, dude. People say he's like top five. Like he's like RB one. Dude can't stay healthy. No. Wasn't he hurt his last year in Georgia, too? I'm pretty sure. Or it's just weird Georgia usage where they only play their guys like that. Right. Who knows? I don't remember. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he was. 
like if I had Swift, I'd be very happy about having yes. him this year. Yes. You know, and for the next few, I would also be completely open to any offer that came. And if someone, if someone came really asking, I'd probably sell. Yeah, he'd be a hold for me for sure. And yeah, then, like it would be like a mainly like no, I just want him. I just rather keep him. But if someone really was pushing, I would totally sell. Yeah, he I, and it's so hard to get running backs, and he's definitely going to be the number one on his team, and he can catch passes, and that should be a like a you know a team on the rise, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you, man. I think I think he would cost multiple first, right? Right. I, mean, I wouldn't be buying. Maybe. No, absolutely not. I would be I would be very happy to have him, like I said, but I would also be very quick to pull the trigger on a sell if the price is right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly where it is in best ball, which I know isn't you know apples to apples, but um, I think he's going early in the second round, like RB, like where Joe Mixon's going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I know he's had injury problems too. I just don't I don't really trust him. That's my biggest thing. I feel like he gets hurt. And and then he just has those games where he just does nothing. Like, there was a couple games this year where I remember loading him in DFS versus, like, a great matchup, and then he just did shit. And Jamal Williams is still there, right? I was going to – and I was going to say that Jamal Williams looked good last year. He did. Um, And I think – I could be wrong. This is, like, I just pulled this out of my butt. I want to say down the stretch when even when Swift was healthy and both were healthy, they they were splitting pretty well. Yeah. So no, I think I think so, hundred um, percent. I think that's probably a trend may, you're going to see continue. Right. I mean, the I mean, what would tell you to increase his workload based on his first two years? You know, I mean, right. I think like like I'm saying like again going back to the health thing like if you want him available, you can't keep doing what you've been doing. So I would, right. I don't know. I thought. Do you have anything else? No, I think I think we're both on the same page here. I thought you were gonna say, uh, "My boy, Jalen Hurts." Ooh, there's a lot of talk about him. That's polarizing. Yeah, Mister Garbage Time himself. <laughs> like I saw something. It's like it was the stats, like kind of some of the more advanced ones. Um, it was. Kyler, right before he got Nuke. Josh Allen, right before he got Stephon Diggs. And then Hurts, before he got AJB. They were all pretty similar. Really? Yeah. I mean, AJB, if he can stay healthy with Goddard, I might have to sh- slow my roll on bashing Mr. Garbage time every chance I get. Right, because... I'm starting to get sold a little bit. Only because, like, how can he fail? <laughs> right, like they're building... And then you've got Devonta Smith... You know, you still have Goddard. You've got a nice running back room. He can Yeah, win. right. I uh, Fantasy-wise, if you can get a good, you know, I wouldn't pay out my ass for him, but I would definitely be testing the waters. Yeah, I would still, in, I, mean, I would just be nervous with the two first-round picks next year. If they want to trade for a veteran QB, they could. That'd be an ideal spot for any QB that, like, I don't know if someone gets mad, doesn't want to be there anymore. Or like Lamar right. for some reason isn't yeah. resigned or like 
I have the same thing with Detroit. I, I'm afraid that's what they're going to do is they're going to trade for a veteran QB. Then they're going to be really good. And I'm going to be. Oh, they would be so good if they just. I'm going to be last play. Yeah. Right. But yeah, their lines are phenomenal. Both right. Because then you wouldn't need to wait for your rookie to like develop. No. No. Oh, boy. That's my, that's my nightmare situation. Do right. you know was, they're going to go was... and get Baker and they're going to suck? It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I said I wasn't going to make fun of them if they didn't force a QB in the first two rounds, and they didn't. So I'm not going to make fun of them. They, right, swindled, they swindled Vikings on the trade-up from everything yeah. I hear. Like, they basically got, like, a free, like, they 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 moved down, like, 10 spots in the second to move up 20 spots in the first and gave up a third. <laughs> All right. Okay. Last one. We're going to talk a real fast – uh, dynasty bisection, and it's just one guy that you know you're really not hearing a lot about, but you think would be a good target to go out and buy. Who's yours? Uh, I love this guy. I have been trying to buy him. There's, I drafted him in one, traded a 301 for him in another, and then the other guy who has him is ridiculous, and I can't get, I, I just can't stomach giving what I need to get to get him, and it's Cleo Herbert. Um, they have confirmed again that they're going to be an outside zone team that's much more herbert skill set than david montgomery's all right mm-hmm. on top of that uh Mont- monty's in a career, uh, contract year so he yep. might be gone and uh, they're not herbert, paying him that fifth year there's no way no and herbert was good whenever mm-hmm. he got the ball and that was with the crappier line and a crappier system um just a crappier year right um, I think he's going to have a role in this offense, maybe not enough to start, you know, maybe he'll be an occasional flex, but I'm talking, this is, I mean, he could be the lead back in 23 and you're getting right. Or, or if Monty know. goes down. Yeah. Plus and Getsy coming from, you know, uh, the Packers, I know it's kind of dangerous to use this argument, but like they had two back system the whole mm-hmm. time. So, and both were productive. Yeah. So that's that's my move. What about you? You got one? Um, mine is Amari Rogers. Hmm. And um, I didn't really realize how low the community was on him until I started to, to maybe attempt. I was attempting to use him in some trade talks, and like instantly it was He's like dead. people right, and I was like, "What?" I was like honestly confused. I don't get it. Um. The numbers weren't their rookie year, but find me a rookie receiver who who does have the numbers with Rodgers. You won't. It doesn't happen. Devontae Adams didn't even have the numbers as a rookie Jordy. with Rodgers. Jordy didn't. He doesn't fucking trust him. He, no, he has really his guys he trusts, and if you're a rookie, you have to do everything in your damn power to earn Aaron Rodgers' trust. He's got to start eating breakfast with him. Right. You need to go <laughs> go-karting or something. Like, yeah, snow cones play, afterwards. Play golf and lose on purpose. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like You're in Starbucks in ju- the morning. It just doesn't happen. So like the no, fact that no, 100%. the fact that Amari Rogers just the stat line wasn't there and just he's instantly dismissed as I don't get it. Yeah. He no, was I, a third third round pick. The capital is there. Same regime. Athletically, he's not anything to like go wild about, but like his tape was just, he was just a reliable 
slot receiver. Like he's just a good football player. He's very explosive though. I mean, he's a kickoff returner and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I mean, Randall Cobb is old. And so like, in fact, it was, it was in the same league. I attempted to use him as a, as a piece to try and get Lazard. And I was told, why would I trade him for Lazard's backup? And I'm like, he plays slot. They're very different positions. Like Lazard's not like Lazard's, right. I'm like, he's <laughs> not Lazard's backup, but okay, never mind. I guess we're done here. Um, <laughs> so, right. I, I don't know. No, I like I, Amari. We talked about this. I mean, last year we, we right. both liked him. Um, and then you had him in one league and I had him in my other two leagues and then I and traded it, him. <laughs> and like, if you He's look at though. the Packers offense, Rod, Aaron Rodgers always just has like that one person. He is like his go-to guy and he's just going to, when, when times are tough, that's where he's going. He's not going to have that anymore. Like I think Lazard's going to be really good, but he's not going to be that dude. So like when it comes to, you know, third and four, you know, crunch yeah. time in the two minute Rogers is going to have to learn to take what's given instead of just forcing it to his guy. And he's smart enough and good enough to do it. So I don't know. I just think the fact that I just feel like Amari Rogers has been completely dismissed and written off already. And I just think that's crazy. So if you the could choose is- a third or a fourth, easy. Uh, it would have to be late third for me. Right. I- I'll just give you because, that. Just because there is, like he was like a late second, mid second, mm-hmm. and then he didn't do shit. So you you have to take you know you lost some of that value. You know what right. I mean? This just is what it is. Um, no, but I what was going to say oh Lafleur is really good at scheming open wide receivers too. So mm-hmm. if they do decide to use him, which it makes sense based on the wide receiver room, uh, he could be a huge like breakout candidate for. Yeah, I mean it's just. Yeah, just like literally no talk about him, and people think he's dead. So I think I think he is someone you could probably trade, like you I said, mean... a late third or a fourth, <laughs> and someone will probably take it. Yeah, you just got to hope he's not another Stan like us. Right, exactly. All right. Um, cooking and uh, booking. All right. Who's cooking? It's Dennis. It's me. <laughs> uh, I'm on summer break and it's phenomenal and I've been really lazy week one, but, um, I'm as you should, game. I mean, I'm going to a Cubs game tomorrow oh, fuck yeah. for the moment. Yeah. Versus Cardinals trying to get ass kicked, but yeah. I'm excited. I've been to Wrigley in years, so I'll be really, really fun. Um, and then I'm just going to be lazy and watch a lot of sports talk about stupid arguments. Like mm-hmm. it's the top 10. Base basketball player all the time. You're gonna eat it up. I am. I it's took every my power not to put in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff. Um, you know. Yeah. Congratulations, you deserve Thank it. You. Next thing we need is to get you a gun. Oh yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. Anyways, um, Christian Polisic, cooking. My guy Ooh. took down. He had an assist in the in the game last night, and just it was filthy. You, you know, know, we were saying earlier, people were saying now he's Randy Moss. He's Randy Moss, right? Exactly. He, he caught a, a hail mary pass with his foot. It's exactly it. Like I pride myself in my ability to drop things 
and to soften the blow with my foot as it hits the ground and to save them. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does with a soccer ball running full speed that got launched from, <laughs> from halfway down the field that was 50 feet in the air. Right and then it falls, and he just catches it with his foot better than I catch a peanut butter jar from three feet. Right. Just whoop, with the outside of his foot, cuts back inside after just totally abusing that defender, sliding, you know, at air. And then he's selfless enough to give up the layup pass for an easy <laughs> tap and goal. Like, our I, guy, I love the, him. That's our dude. It's the, the, the hero U.S. soccer needs. I can't wait for the World Cup. I hope he's healthy. That's the yes. thing. Our last Harry. token is Dustin Johnson. Let me tell you, you know why. That. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Johnson. Did, do you know anything about the Saudi Golf League? Yeah. He just announced that, like last night or two nights ago that he's in. Oh, my God. He left the PGA Tour for the tune of $138 million. Damn. And from, I like golf. In the last like year, I've gotten a lot more into golf through betting and DFS and you know listening to podcasts. And from my um, impression, uh, DJ's wife Pauline really likes to shop and you know hit the town. So she's also cooking, I guess. And we're gonna go to booking. <laughs> Who's booking? Dustin fucking Johnson. Why? Because his whole career just got tarnished. <laughs> yeah, you're literally taking blood money. Like that's ooh. you are no longer ever gonna play a PGA event. You people probably won't ever give a shit that you won what you won there. Um, you sold your entire career out for money. A lot. Of so money. you are simultaneously booking <laughs> and booking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good also, call, man. Also, booking gamblers. After the finals, we're into the den zone, man. It's all baseball until football. <sighs> Baseball's so it's random. Rough life. I know, it's hard. And, like, the only thing you're going like, to kind of predict is, like, hits, and they're all, like, minus 270. It's like, cool. So, yeah, Let so me basically three of them to get them to even odds. <laughs> here's, here's what my strategy is. I just, like, try and – I just look at put, pitching matchups – and try and find like a mismatch and take the money line. Or if it's like a really big mismatch, I'll take the minus one, one and a half. And that's yeah, like probably. literally, that's like literally what my entire baseball betting strategy comes down to. But it's fun. I know I'm too into the player props. I love player props. Yeah. Baseball player props are too hard for me. They're impossible. They're impossible. Except for like, you know, pitcher strikeouts or something like that. It's like a little bit. But even that's still tough. I love I love doing same game parlay and picking like the three and the four hitter, and, like the three to score a run, the four to get an RBI. Ooh, yeah, spicy. <laughs> that's like my go. That's like my go to, and it never works. <laughs> and then, nope, it, it, it does work. But your problem is, is you also throw in the number eight hitter to hit a home run. <laughs> it's not true. I do <laughs> crazy legs, Healy. <laughs> I am crazy like stuff. I'll give you that. I like those plus odds, man. <laughs> if it's not plus 500, I'm, I, I don't get out of bed. <laughs> All right. Uh, Go for gold. Right. 
speaking of just going for it, um, that's <laughs> our belong here. Uh, I don't know this man's name, but he's a hero. Um, I don't know if you saw this clip, but if you didn't, just like Twitter search, like runaway airplane. I don't even know what it was. It was like a beer cart. It was a beer I cart. Think it was the luggage circle. cart. But it had cans in there because they all came out at the end. Oh, all shit, right, so you're right. It's spinning in circles. Nobody's driving it. <laughs> spinning in circles aggressively. And it's like 20 people just like either A, standing around watching it. Like, that's kind of cool. Or B, being like, I don't, I don't get paid enough to handle this shit. I don't know what to do. And it's just an airport. And it's just going. <laughs> and then and it, 30 and it seconds appears, in. It appears as if nobody's like, we should do something. <laughs> that is not my job. <laughs> 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 and so they're just going like that, right? This guy comes in. It looks like like an F one, like you know. Uh, <laughs> it does. Wow. It was like it was like slanted at the front. And he just goes, boom! It just tips it over. And it's like I'm done. No more. All the beer comes crashing out or pop. I, I don't know. I'm just assuming beer. Um, yeah, dude just went full send. Is like fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here any longer. <laughs> Leave. <Leroy. laughs> Jake. You know what the reaction of all those people, uh, the employees were when that happened? It was that employee in super bad when all the beer gets spilled. That jander <laughs> guy at the liquor store looks and he's just like, "Fuck my fuck life." My <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that dude's just a hero and a saint, and we're happy that he is here for us. I'm gonna retweet the clip right now. That As you should. There. Hey, right. not to like, you know, toot our own horns or something like that, but shout out to that guy, Kyle Soppy. Is that how you say it? He yeah. liked he liked our tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's happen. go. We're famous. It's going to happen. All right. That's all I got, friend. That's all we got. Thanks for joining. And, uh, love um, you. Uh, and uh 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 oh uh, um uh, 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 uh.